the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You're listening to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 The Answer. Glad to have you along. Search for us in the iTunes and Google Play Store, 989FM The Answer. You can take us with you if you already have the iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com apps. Our governor, our esteemed governor, Michael DeWine, was in front of a live microphone yesterday. He is running for re-election in the state of Ohio. And he faces the rare primary challenge, the three-pronged primary challenge of uh, everyman candidate Joe Blystone, the uh, farmer, rancher, businessman, cowboy hat, gray beard, blue jeans, cowboy boots, man of the people, Joe Blystone. Distinctive signs all over rural Ohio. Saw lots of them yesterday in my trip to western Ohio. He also faces a challenge from... Jim Renacci, who's a former U.S. congressman and a frequent political candidate, stepped in, did the right thing for the Republican Party when Josh Mandel jumped out late from his Senate race against Sherrod Brown a few years ago. Renacci took the unenviable task of trying to win a campaign in a couple of months, and now he wants to be governor of the state of Ohio. So Mike DeWine's got work to do, and boy, was he sounding embraceable themes yesterday. Listen to the inspiring words of our governor. And I know that we are solidly united in our deep love for Ohio and our belief that every Ohio deserves the chance to succeed, no matter where their zip code, no matter if they live in Appalachia, in our cities, our suburbs, no matter who their parents are. They deserve the chance to get a good-paying job, to raise a family comfortably, to be secure in their future, and to live their version of the American dream. Wow. I mean, stand up and cheer, right? Those are awesome themes. He sounded so much like the governor we used to have who uh, forced businesses to close during the pandemic, who picked and chose winners and losers, who deemed some people essential some people's businesses essential, and other people's businesses non-essential. He sounded so much like that guy. It could not have been the same guy, could it? Of course, I'm being sarcastic. It was the exact same guy. Which, look, you want to put those themes out there as a part of who you are? That's fine. I hope that is who you are. The reason why so many Ohioans are embracing the campaigns of Joe Blystone and Jim Renacci is because Mike DeWine was not that kind of governor during the pandemic. 
Now, look, first week, two, am I banging on him for canceling the Arnold and the state tournaments in basketball? And all? No, I'm not going to because I get it. There was a groundswell of panic. Fear of the unknown is among the most debilitating fears. But it became much clearer pretty early that we could have some semblance of normal life in Ohio and that it was colossally unfair for the state to make decisions about which businesses could be open, how long they could be open, what kind of business they could do. That was colossally unfair. And for him to stand there without ever acknowledging or repenting of the error of that is really hard for people who lost businesses or lost jobs or have had their lives turned upside down in ways that still have not been placed right side up to listen to those words coming out of his mouth and think they have any degree of authenticity. I really want a Republican governor of the state of Ohio because I don't want to cede control of our state to what would be an infinitely worse choice on matters like abortion and schools and all the things that matter. But if you're asking me if Mike DeWine has the clout, the credibility to say what he said yesterday, Without ever saying, which by the way, he has not said this, he has said the exact opposite of this, I would do so many things differently if I knew then what I know now about COVID and COVID shutdowns. But in fact, he has said, I would not do anything differently. And for a lot of people in the state of Ohio, that's going to be disqualifying of him as the candidate they support in the Republican primary. And he earned that distrust. He earned it. And he continues to earn it. That statement yesterday, he continues to earn it. He continues to take the pie in the face of his tyranny and shove it in people's faces and twist it around by telling them, Every Ohioan deserves the chance to succeed, no matter their background. City, suburb, good-paying job, American dream. American dream? You know what, Mike? A lot of people were living their American dream. They'd started their own business. They were self-sufficient. They were employing other Ohioans. They were enriching people's lives. And you came in and unilaterally... Shut down their chance to continue to do that and doubled down on it and tripled down on it and continued to reflect not leadership, not confidence, but outright panic in the face of every conceivable fact that screamed otherwise. You continued to cede your authority to lead the state of Ohio to feckless fear-gripped, inept associates of yours and had to be talked into by your lieutenant governor allowing high school kids to play sports in the fall of 2020. You had to be talked into it. You had to be 
cajoled into it. You didn't take enough away from those kids in March of 2020. You wanted to take more away from them in the fall of 2020. It's your good fortune that the people around you were able to prevail upon you and talk a shred of common sense into you, but they couldn't save all the jobs you eliminated and all the lives you compromised with your policies. And again, I know it's easy in hindsight to say those were bad decisions. All the people of Ohio want from you is to say, I screwed that up and I'd do it differently if I could do it again. And you make it next to impossible to vote for you as a governor of this state should you win the primary without holding our nose and fighting off, throwing up over the very notion of putting you back in power when you abused it, abused it so so beyond belief for somebody who professes to be a Republican, I can't even equate how poor your performance was in terms of the things that you have the nerve to stand there yesterday and advocate for as if you sincerely believe them. I wonder what the chairman of the Ohio Republican Party, Bob Patichick, thought of uh, Governor Mike DeWine saying this yesterday. And I know that we are solidly united in our deep love for Ohio and our belief that every Ohio deserves the chance to succeed, no matter where their zip code, no matter if they live in Appalachia, in our cities, our suburbs, no matter who their parents are. They deserve the chance to get a good-paying job, to raise a family comfortably, to be secure in their future, and to live their version of the American dream. You know, I went off on that in my last segment, and I, I honestly really didn't know I had that much passion for that statement in me. Listening to it a second time, he honestly there sounds like Joe Biden when Biden talks about the southern border being secure or when Biden talks about the withdrawal from Afghanistan being an extraordinary success or when Biden talks about the price hike in gas being solely attributable to Vladimir Putin. I mean, he does. Mike DeWine has no credibility on that topic to talk about the American dream in Ohio and we're all... I mean, he just ha- he has no credibility on that. Like, no, I cannot believe there are people listening to that who go, yeah, man, like, go for it, Mike. Like, his pandemic rule, and I do mean rule, uh, flies in the face of everything that he just said. So that's why I ask, I wonder what uh, Bob Patichuk, the uh, head of the Republican Party, thinks about that. I'm sure he has to support the governor, right? He doesn't want Nan Whaley being governor of the state of Ohio, nor do I. Nor do I want Nan Whaley to be governor of the state of Ohio, nor do I want Tim Ryan to be a senator from the state of Ohio. So you just hope we get good Republican candidates. And, uh, you know, honestly, here's my fear. I think DeWine have said this many times. DeWine has a much easier time, much easier time winning the general than he does winning the primary. Now he's going to, he benefits, here's he benefits big time in the primary in that Renacy won't give up and Blystone won't give up. Blystone and Renacy don't like each other. 
Blystone would say that uh, Renacy can't win the polls show, you know, you're third on the uh, Republican side, which, you know, Renacy's polls say different. Renacy looks at Blystone and he goes, oh, this guy's never been in politics. He doesn't know how to, he wouldn't know how to be governor. So those two guys are not, one of them needs to drop out if DeWine is going to have any possibility of losing the primary. DeWine's got the name recognition. He's got the money. He knows how to run a campaign. So DeWine's going to win the primary, I think. But I think the story coming out of the primary will be, look how many Republicans are dissatisfied with Mike DeWine. Does that make him vulnerable in the general? Typically, yes. In this case, no, it won't. Why? Because there'll be a lot of Democrats that will support him. There'll be a lot of Democrats who will support him. A lot of Democrats will support him. Why? Oh, because I think he did a great job during COVID. He kept us masked. He kept us safe. He had Dr. A- Dr. Amy up there. That's why people will vote for Mike DeWine. So, Patichuk, the uh, chairman of the Ohio Republican Party, he's got a tough job because he wants to keep rural Ohioans voting Republican. That's how you keep the presidency out of a Democrat's hands because you can't win Ohio, you can't win the presidency. Although Biden didn't win it, and he won the presidency, theoretically. Uh, so here... I do know what Bob Patichuk thinks about the belly aching coming from justices on the Ohio Supreme Court. He's not a fan of it, nor should he be. And he he really pens a very uh, articulate opinion piece on the Dispatch website today. Which, by the way, you've heard me talk about the Parents' Rights and Education Bill in Florida. The bill that Governor Ron DeSantis pushed through that will now make illegal grooming kids for the LGBTQ lifestyle, third, second, first grade, and kindergarten. Yeah, you can say, oh, they're not grooming them, Bruce. By telling kids about sex and gender identity and sexual preference and all that at that age, it's grooming them. They don't need to know it. They aren't curious about it. They're not capable of understanding it. It's grooming it. I stick by my words. So DeSantis has gotten his state to outlaw this. And the left, which, you know, you can win on truth because truth is irrefutable. The left can't win on truth because they don't have any true positions. So if you can't win on truth, what do you do? You lie. And you try to out-lie the truth. And by and I don't mean like be beyond the truth. You try to out O-U-T, second word, lie. You try to lie more to, dis, to you know, disguise, to mask, to obscure the truth. You try to lie, out lie the truth. You try to overwhelm truth with lies. But you have to tell a lot of them, and they have to be whoppers. And so in the case of the Parents' Rights and Education Bill in Florida, the whopper they tell is it's the don't say gay bill. It's the don't say gay bill. Can't say gay. It's a crime to say gay, which is a lie, and it's a big fat one, and it's being embraced by other liars like Eric Adams, the mayor of New York. They have now invested taxpayer money in a public relations campaign that looks like somebody's uh, Volkswagen microbus blew up and spit out, vomited out a poster with a peacenik having written gay, 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 all over this thing. And they're marketing to people in Florida, 
if if you want to leave, you can come up to New York. You can say gay here all you want to. Well, you can say gay all you want to in Florida, too. So they actually invested people's money in doing that. So anyway, that is going on lying, attempting to obscure the truth. And that's what Bob Paticek, the Republican Party chair, is writing about in the dispatch today because he notes that justices on the Ohio Supreme Court who are mad about the attacks on them from people who say that they have overstepped, the justices on the Supreme Court have overstepped their bounds by ruling the state legislative maps unconstitutional. Like, get over yourself. Toughen up, buttercup. Jennifer Bruner is one of the chief whiners. Of course she is. She's a Democrat. She has written before in previous uh, dispatch editorial tropes, increased partisan attacks that recklessly and persistently suggest that courts are mere political arms of government, affect public confidence in the independence of the judiciary. Wah. You know what? Jen, you are accountable for your words. You are accountable for your judicial positions. What erodes trust in judges is when you don't pay attention to the law, but rather create law out of your own superfluous understanding of right and wrong. And I say superfluous understanding because if you're a Democrat, you're most likely not governed by any wisdom at all because wisdom comes from God and you can't be a Democrat and have an authentic faith in God because you can't cheer the slaughter of innocent unborn children and tell me you are an authentic believer in God won't buy it at all. Not a consistent position. And Jennifer Bruner thinks it's unfair that people want to know if her ties to Eric Holder and other Democratic fundraising arms out there have compromised her independence, have compromised her ability to look at the law rather than to say, well, these guys are giving me money, so uh, they want me to decide it this way, so I better decide it that way or go the money train dries up. Those are fair questions for you, Jennifer Bruner. And as for Maureen O'Connor, the phony, fake Republican chief justice of the Supreme Court, you know, I hope they do go after her and try to impeach her. And I thought to myself, I was a little bit too... um, A little bit too... (laughs) to red pill enraged over these maps that they consistently reject, even though the perceived balance between Republicans and Democrats in these new legislative maps is far more advantageous to Democrats than the current existing split in the House and Senate. Why are we required to give Democrats in presumptive seats in the House and Senate, seats they don't hold now. They're not even close to those ratios that they want in the House and Senate. Not even remotely close. So Maureen O'Connor has joined with the Democrats in ruling these maps unconstitutional, and people say, well, impeach her. 
And I'm like, yeah, go for it. And I thought to myself, eh, take one less red pill, Mr. Hooley. Then I heard Hugh Hewitt saying it. Now, you say, well, Hugh's on your station. Of course you and Hugh agree on everything. <laughs> no, no, we don't agree on everything. Case in point, Hugh said today he got his second booster shot. So Hugh and I are not aligned on everything. We're not aligned on immigration. I respect Hugh. But Hugh saying O'Connor's got to go, that carries a lot of weight with me. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.